Blog Talk Radio. It's Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got Indy Fire playing in my speakers. Nikita the host, girl in motion. All the way near, hairway smoking. You can call in if phone lines open. Rockets are hot like we're cooking the road. Indy Fire the goat, don't ask who the competition is. Cause they're standing alone, popping. When you listen to here, you always get what you Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter, this is Indy Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah. Holy moly, this day Got Nakia in my sleeper. Girl in motion, get on your feet. In the fireplace and please keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the sea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. In the fire. For everyone, for everyone, yeah. Let me tell you guys, I'm exhausted. I'm, I am so exhausted. I'm not even tired because of what's been going on in my life. I'm exhausted because I just be around here bouncing around off my intro music. If y'all don't have no intro music in your life, you need to get some intro music in your life. You hear me? Oh, my gosh. Let me catch my breath. Hold on, hold on. All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to wake up and play that in the morning from now on. That's just going to be my hype music. Like, every day. I need that every day, not just on show days. Like, I need that every day because no matter how I'm feeling prior to the show, as soon as the intro music drops, like, everything just fades. Y'all know that? Everything just fades. How you been doing? I missed you. You missed me. I know. I know. I know. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Envy Fire with your girl, Nikia. Yo, shout out to my boy, Cannon Ross. Y'all know. That's our intro right there. Cannon Ross, Envy Fire. I love it. I love it. You know the part that gets me hyped? The entire song. I ain't even going to lie. The entire song. <laughs> so what's been going on? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's been countdown. To the return of the last semester in college for my daughter, and we finally made it. Yesterday was the last day of senior, because you know she, she, she became a senior, like January, right? So, because she's graduating early, and so, yes, yesterday was the last day. So, we officially have 115 days. We're on a serious countdown until graduation i'm so excited guys when i tell you 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 just don't know i'm i'm a mother of four and this is my only daughter and to do this solo as a divorced mother you you don't guys you don't know you don't you just you you don't know you just don't know so 115 days we we counting down so we posted, you know, you know how they do. Kids been posting their little back to preschool pictures, and you know I've been cheering them on, and back to middle school, and back to high school, and my baby's college. So yes, we we're super excited, and now coming up, my senior in high school um, returns September first, and so we're gonna post them up as well. Um, he's not as photogenic as my daughter, but we'll post him up as well. Um, so to all who are still continuing to return, I can't wait to see the remaining pictures. Um, again, we're keeping you all covered under the blood um, of Christ. You know, those returning to school, those already in school, the educators, administrators, faculty, and staff, you know, that you have a successful, a prosperous, a blessed school year. All right? Um, guys, what's been going on? I haven't seen any messages. Nothing's been going on in your world? No updates? 
right? You don't have no update. That's all I got for you. Hmm. <laughs> I see you coming in. I see the calls coming in. I'm going to keep you guys on hold for just a moment longer. Don't don't drop the calls. Don't disconnect. I will get you in so that you can speak to our guest this evening. I know you're just as excited as I am to speak to Mr. Uh, Nigel Perkins, the soul singer. So don't worry. I'm going to get you in. Hold the calls, all right? And, guys, bear with me as I explain to him. You know, my oldest son's name is uh, Nigel, right, after the name Nigel. And so I told him, you know, at the beginning of the show, I said, hopefully I won't call you Nigel, you know, throughout the show. If I do, just just bear with me. Same name, different spelling. All right, so my guest this evening, guys, elated to have him here with me is none other than the soul singer, Nigel Perkins. He's a student of Atlanta's music scene pioneers, Monet Crawford and Richard Rowley of Love Child Productions. Nigel is currently on tour throughout the U.S. He's opened up for some of the biggest R&B soul acts, including Van Hunt, Cameron White, Pokey Bear, Millie Jackson, and many others. Nigel is a member of the new generation of soul singers who are working to not only preserve but add and expand this genre of music. Nigel Perkins and Love Child Productions look to create a musical legacy that is long-lasting and internationally impactful. Indie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, Mr. Nigel Perkins, the soul singer. What's up, everybody? How you doing? It's your boy, Nigel Perkins, the soul singer. Y'all know what time it is. What's up, Mr. Kid? How you doing? <laughs> Thank you for having me. I am doing amazing, amazing, amazing. And you know what? Um, our intro didn't quite go like it was supposed to. We're going to try that one more time. Uh, Indie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very special guest, Mr. Nigel Perkins. Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you this evening? I'm good, I'm good. Sitting here, chilling. On the couch, as we say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Y'all, he's literally on the couch. He told me he was on the couch. That's I'm what I love. On I the love. Couch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I want to jump right into this. Um, I know that that most of our, you know, R&B singers, our soul singers, they have uh, a musical background that began. You know, they came from a musical family. You know, mother sung father sung, somebody was playing the instruments, you know, they pretty much just jumped out of the wound um, singing. Was that kind of how it was for you? Did you grow up in a church singing? You know, where did your background come from? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I did grow up in the church singing, and uh, yeah, I, um, <laughs> that's funny. I grew up in the church singing, and I also grew up in the uh, hood singing. <laughs> that's okay. funny. Cause, uh, yeah, okay. once I it, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's a gospel soul, <laughs> if you want to call it. <laughs> um, we grew up singing in the church, and then I, as I got a little older, I was singing on the, you know, as they call it, the, the, the stoop up there in New York, right? Got you, of course, <laughs> yeah. The stoop. So, yeah, we were singing on the porch, and, um, you know, once I found out um, that I was able to actually hold a note, I ran into uh, my uncle, who was in, who was actually a rapper at the time in the industry, uh, and you know my pops actually introduced me to him. You know, like you, you can, you know, what I'm saying he's doing it. So that's how I got actually in the industry. You know, that was my first time singing on stage in front of people for real. Um, my uncle Skid Show um, took me under his wing and uh, had me, I was singing hooks for different rappers uh, as he went here and went there. And it just blossomed from there. All right. How would you, um, how would you describe your musical style uh, when you first figured out that, you know, you had a voice and that you could sing? Was it R&B? Was it soul? Was it a little bit of, Hip hop was that a little bit of 
rap? And how has I it was, developed you know, you have right now? I was, um, I, I figured I was, I, it was R&B hip-hop. That's what it was. Uh, because it was, it was more, like I said, more so I was doing, um, singing on rap hooks and stuff like that, you know? So it was more so R&B hip-hop. And then the, the, the older I got, you know what I'm saying, the mature I got, it started to change. So we just started to elevate with time, you know? And um, which brings us now to the soul singing. Particular artists that um, help you develop or influence the style that you have right say, now. Um, Charlie Wilson um, and um, a little James Brown, you know Anthony Hamilton, Johnny Gill, Jodeci, all mixed in one, you know, entertainment wow. show wise. Um, the, the, the strength of singing wise and interacting with the crowd. All of that, all of those guys, I took something from, a lesson from, and just kept it, you know, and made it my own. And, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it was just all about the people for me and their, and their reactions as far as how it makes people feel because music does that. That's interesting. You said Charlie Wilson. My kids were just talking about him um, Saturday as we were preparing to get my daughter moved back into her place. And my kids were just, their music um, fascination or their genre, the genres that they're fascinated with are just out there. And they were naming, um, they would say a lyric. And I'd just be like, who who's the artist? You know, and they would name some off the wall artists and um but then they would also say a Charlie Wilson lyric and be like, Yeah, you could put Charlie Wilson on anything. You know what I'm saying? Or they would be like, you know, um somebody has used a Charlie Wilson lyric on anything and like Charlie Wilson and they'd be like, Yeah, my listen to this You know, they got this off Charlie Wilson and I'd be like, Charlie Wilson? How yeah. you guys even know about Charlie Wilson? And they be like, my Charlie Wilson slaps. Like, everybody, you know, samples a little bit of Charlie Wilson. And I, and I had to sit yeah, and think about yeah. it. Like, yeah, Charlie Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot, you know, like, yeah, Charlie Wilson, for real. Uh, so Charlie transitioned from, from then to now, you know, and, and never lost what he was or what he is, you know? So Yeah, and I, I really forgot. You know, I forgot about Charlie Wilson, you know, I really did. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people does that. But once once you um, get to see him or get to him and recognize, man, Charlie, Charlie is a Charlie is a beast. You know, Charlie is a beast. So what what is the uh, what's the first album that you ever owned? Hmm. <laughs> um, one I ever owned. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be funny. I'm gonna keep it honest. It it wasn't even a um R and B record. <laughs> it was Snoop Dogg. Dogg. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. We have to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. <laughs> hmm, that was a good one. How did you acquire it? Yeah. Did you work for it? Did your parents give you money for I it? Really How did. did you get it? No, I, I, I had, I had to really work for that. I was, I was a hustler boy. I was out there selling, selling cologne, CDs, and you know, I made me some money, <laughs> and I went and bought the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> the actual cassette. I do. What did you do when you when you got that? Um, now was it was it an album or was it was it cassette? Which one was it? Oh no, it was a cassette. Thing, I, I had, for me, you know, I, I it was a cassette. That. Yeah, it was a cassette. Yeah. It was a cassette was for cassette. me. Yeah. Um, when you got yeah. it, what did you do with it? When you when you got it, I know when I first got it, I had to open up, look at all the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Recite all the lyrics. Um, but what did you do with yep. it as an artist? What did you do with it? I put the cassette tape up 
on the dresser. You know how you open it up and let it just stand mm-hmm. there? And I stood back yeah. and looked at it for a minute. And uh, that was a big motivation of mine to keep, you know what I'm saying, that guys the limit. That's crazy that you say that because now that I'm thinking back, I can actually remember opening that tape up and uh, put it on that dresser and watching it while I'm listening to it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have been listening to it, but I was listening to it. It wasn't the first one that I purchased, um, but with every um, album that I did get my hands on, the very first thing that I always did was look at the lyrics. Um, right. Because songwriting was something that I wanted to do. And looking mm-hmm. at the lyrics was always something that I, the very first thing I, I did. And, you know, back in the day, you would record music off the radio, you know, throw the cassette in, record the music off the radio, and I would always sit down and word for word, you know, verbatim, just write down right. the lyrics of the song. And so when I got an album or got a cassette, writing down the lyrics, or looking at the lyrics, that's the very first thing that I wanted to do, to see, see, visually be able to see the lyrics of the song. And when I got into this industry and started to manage artists um, and started to help them with the creative process, songwriting became an obstacle for me. And I had to always think back to when I opened up an album or when I opened up a cassette looking at the lyrics. And for some reason, that writer's block would always disappear. The craziest is the craziest thing um, for me. So that question always holds weight. What is the first album you bought? And what's the first thing you did? That question always holds weight. People always think, why you ask that question? Because it holds a little weight, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, you mentioned yeah, motivation. So let me let me okay let me explain to you why uh, since you said it that way let me explain to you why I set that tape there and I stood back and looked at it because if you notice if you look at my my uh, covers or my mm-hmm. my previous uh, you know um, uh, any of my um, my albums it's about presentation and that album was it pretty, is it is presented very well it made you the artwork was just it, it made you want to know what was going on when they did this or what is what is this album talking about let, let me just check this out you know what I'm saying it's, it was all about the first first appearance on it and when I you can't pass it up because it just stood out you know you know what I'm saying and, and the lyrics are something that you do and I didn't write them down Actually, the first mm-hmm. lyrics I ever wrote down was Jamie Foxx infatuation. Mm. So, yeah, that was the first <laughs> lyrics I ever wrote down. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know this. <laughs> I don't know. You, this, this interview, you, you got me digging in my bag here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you get some excuses. But you know, look at, and I'm, I'm having to go back and look. Um, um what what's your what's your track is it walk the dog dog walking um walk walking the dog yes yes oh the socks on that one yeah he's talking about presentation guys just go back you 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 know what looking at the the album covers or the covers you would think you i'm the type of person where i i see the name of a song and that pulls me uh-huh. in. Mm-hmm. So looking at your covers, you're right. Your presentation is on point because you look at them and you'd be like, dang, I'm going to go listen to that. Okay. Oh, look at this one. The sock alone had me like, huh, let me go see what he's working with. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's yeah, funny okay. you say that. <laughs> That's funny you say that. Holly Berry said the exact same thing. <laughs> that is why do you say that? 
Look at the sock that made made me want to go check it out. That was that was yes, the sock alone spoke volumes right there. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> so so let me let me explain that to you about that with the socks. All right. Oh, uh, that song "Walking the Dog." I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't gonna do it until my my team, uh, Love Child Production, my management team, they uh, influenced me heavily to redo this song. Rufus Thomas, the late great Rufus Thomas. Stacks record. He already the song was already a, a, a classic, and it was uh, popular on its own. But I didn't want to touch it to mess it up. Mm-hmm. I did my homework on it. The socks came from from me paying tribute all the way to the Wolfish Thomas. I he wore shorts, he wore the socks, he wore the shoes, but I just didn't put on the cape. I didn't do the cape. So therefore. I had to, um, that was my way of paying tribute to him. You know, if I'm going to do the song, let's do it right, let's do it all the way, and let's do it some justice without messing it up, you know. So that's where that came from. You, anybody that knows Lucas Thomas knew that he wore those high socks with the shorts. But I just had to put my flavor on it to make it stand out where I can make it my own and not do too much of it. Well, I, I think you succeeded. Most definitely, you succeeded. I appreciate that. I was like, let me really tell good. you. Uh, what was another one? Tipsy? Um, I would have listened to that one yeah. anyway because, you know, that's one of my favorite words, tipsy. <laughs> you got to check out the video <laughs> for that one. It, you have to watch the video for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tiffany. That's funny. Nobody, nobody ever said anything to me about Tiffany. That's funny. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 this, this, yeah, you got me going in my bag with this interview. That's, wow. Yeah, Kirby birthday. Um, Okay. I'm trying to think. Guys, if you haven't had the opportunity just to go, I mean, just visuals alone, you know, um, just, just go, 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 go! Check out Nigel Perkins. All right, do that. This for Nakia. Go do that. All right. Um, you mentioned motivation. You know, standing back and and um, looking at that cassette and just being, you know, motivated. Uh, you've been in the industry for a while. What keeps mm-hmm. you motivated? I know that R and B, R and B soul, um, R and B and hip hop you know, rap itself has changed throughout the years. I mean, it changes daily. Um, but what keeps you motivated to just do what you do? Uh, the the people that um that that that's looking forward to me, um, giving them something to look forward to, because um. My kids, for one, my family, my brothers, my sisters, um, nieces, my nephews, my cousins, and then there, are, you know, saying there are fans that just really rocks with me that I just figured out this year that they really, really rock with Nigel Perkins. So, um, I had one fan come all the way from Mississippi, stage four cancer, one leg. They said he had not been at the house. And she had a leg removed, but she drove all the way to Mississippi, from Mississippi to Atlanta to see me perform. And she wound up missing wow. the performance. So we took the show outside to her after after the show. So uh, it's stuff like that 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 keeps me going and keeps me motivated. That shows me that I cannot stop doing what I'm doing because I'm touching people in a way that I did not know. You know. Right. You know, yeah, that's 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 a different type of uh, feeling when you get when you get to see your work um, yeah. being appreciated, you know, and people willing to travel to follow you. But, you know, it, it it wasn't just her that traveled that day. I had it was people came from Augusta, people came from Macon, and people came from South Carolina, which they could have been doing anything else, but they came all the way to Atlanta to see me. That was that right there set the tone for me to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, 
Yeah. Wow. Ooh, that gave me chills. Oh. Um, I know I read somewhere that you, because I'm a stalker when it comes to my my guests. I try to be as informed as I can about them. Um, I know that you have a mission to bring back this old school sound of R&B. And I get it. I get it because, you know, if it's it's not broke, you know. um, Don't fix it. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And kind of like gospel, you know, they've added the word contemporary in front of R&B. You know, they've thrown in a few trap beats. They've, you know, um, got a little soul to the melody. Um, But it's something that still doesn't quite sit right. It's still not like old school R&B. But why is it so important for you to bring back this old school sound of R&B? What's what's missing? Um, I can say for me, I'm I'm not sure that it, I'm not going to say that it's missing because every artist, every artist has this their own um, agenda on how they're doing it. So what I'm going to say is that I like to I like to bring that feel back because it was feel good and everybody was able to get up, get out, and enjoy it. You know, it it was just something for the people. You know, it's, it's something fun. When you come out, you you never know who you're going to see at a Nas Berkeley show when you get a Nas Berkeley experience. You you may just get a person as young as twenty. Like mine, right? I got yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you may just get people that you know saying that's all that. The numbers don't stop, so I can't even say how because I've seen them all. I've seen them come to this show on Walkers. Wow! So therefore, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hmm. I said, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen them come in all types, so you know, it, it's a just something about the music that just does, and, and people want to see a good show. People want to get see a good show. You know, you, you come out and you see a good, you see a great show, because that's what you pay for. Why not? Right. right? Yeah. Right. Why not? So let me ask you this. So when they go to see a James Brown show or when they were going to see a James Brown show, everybody had a good time, right? Exactly. When they heard a Charlie Wilson song, everybody heard have a good time. Same as going Mm -hmm. to the show. Johnny Gill, Anthony Hamilton, it's all feel good music and people want to feel good about listening to music. So that's why it's important to keep it around and in, enhance it to bring it um, to where we are today, you know? That's what that's what happened with my new song, Earthquake. So I've, I've, I've joined everybody and everything into this song that therefore everyone everyone is feeling this song. It's something for everybody. The new song that that is well, the Wobble Man, the guy that the, the Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby, Wobble. That that is something everybody. And you hear that song everywhere. From I've seen that song played at funerals. <laughs> so that means it's something for everybody. That's what you want. That's what you want out of music. From my opinion. And that's the perfect segue. We're going to go right into Earthquake. And let's talk about that just a little bit. I was a little blown away when I got that song. So the first time we played it, got it in rotation on New Music Mondays. And um, mm-hmm. the show that we, we had it on, we... Um, I want to say probably what we're in 2022. I want to say it was about the end of 2019 
we got a song on the show, a gentleman uh, by the name of KZ, um, and he said that his track was going to be the next biggest uh, hip-hop country track, and I thought, okay, if you say so, and um, at the time we got the track, it really hadn't gotten the traction that it needed. All of a sudden, this track just took off. I'm talking everywhere. It was all across the United States. It was all in Europe. It was Australia. It was in Thailand. It was doing crazy numbers because it was a crossover, you know, hip-hop and country and just a genre that people weren't stepping into. Um, He had a little dance challenge going on, and the people were just on it. So that night, you know, we had – we had a Rico Thief. We had um, somebody else with uh, featuring Big Moochie. Um, but the the kind of theme for the night was this hip-hop, country, soul, you know, crossover genre this, mm-hmm. this night. And so uh, I got a few messages like, did you say the Wobble Man? And I'm like, that's what I said. I said, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't it sound like the Wobble Man? And they're like, like the real Wobble Man? Man, I, I look, I'm just reading what I got here. If it says the Wobble Man, it's the Wobble Man. You know, and, and so then my daughter, here she goes again. She was like, I told you, Ma. Like, we know. We know Nigel Perkins, and we know the Wobble Man. And I'm like, will you just read the bio? You just tell me, you know, if it, if it all click clack, you know, if that's what it says, that's what it says, you know. So when we listen to the track, because we over here trying, we always trying to make up a little dance, you know. And and when you listen to the music, and like you said, feel good music. Um, the next night was like a regular show night, and so people were like, you know, can you play? Um, earthquake again, and I'm like, no, I can't. This is like an interview. I can't play that tonight. It has to be played on Mondays, like New Music Mondays. And like the next night was a Wednesday, and I, and they were like, can you play it? And, no, we ain't even got a show tonight. Like we were getting requests for this song, and I'm and Thursday night. No, it's an interview. Look, it's on Monday. You got to listen on Monday for the show. So the song isn't it's in high demand around here, um, but. When you say feel good music, it really is. The song is really, um, it really does. It keeps you motivated. You want to dance to it. Um, and uh, I want you just to, you briefly just talked about it, but what was the creative process like for, for that song and the collaboration with um, Wobble Man? What was it like? Uh, it was, it was surreal. Surreal, that's what it was. Because, um, <laughs> I guess I yeah, after coming off, coming from walking the dog, I knew I needed to do something that was going to take it to the next level. Uh, but I just didn't know what, you know. Um, that was it? And, huh? That was it. They, yeah, so so I, being the Wobble Guy, we met back in 2017. I was hosting a party. And I had never reached back out to him, but we was always, you know, chatting it up on Instagram or stuff like that. And then one day this year, um, I just some click said, you know what? Just reach out, y'all. Y'all just y'all always chatting, so y'all reach out. <laughs> and we we did the logistics and figure out what was going on, you know, and and made that song happen within two weeks. Within two weeks, I told him what what I needed. I told him what I was trying to do, as far as bringing um, because uh, I've I've already done what I needed to do. I felt a certain soul genre that of people that supports Nigel Perkins to the fullest, and with his his crew, his crowd over here, we joined them together. There's nothing that can, um, you know, explain that feeling. Because, and that's what we did in, in the video. Because we just shot the video this weekend. Can't wait for everybody to see it. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a different, it's a different feeling for you. For the soul thing. I, I, actually, I actually wasn't expecting the, the response that I got, but I knew it was going to be something 
something, but I wasn't really expecting to get the response that I'm getting, which I'm glad I'm getting because it's playing all over the all over the place right now. Like people, my phone won't stop going off, which is great. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. I people in Cali, are, you know, two days in Cali, two days here in Atlanta are really showing a lot of love. Uh, I mean, there's. This is this is different. This is different. Well, I definitely want to go ahead and give you the opportunity to introduce your track, and let's get into it. All right, so here we go. Y'all know what time it is. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Nigel Parker, the soul singer. Y'all know what time it is, man. Listen, I'm gonna need y'all to check this earthquake and I right now. Myself featuring the Wobble Man. Give it to him. That's what we're going to do. He said, get in there. I say, get it to him. Just like that there. So, listen, Nikia, drop that track for him. Earthquake, and let's get in there.
Hey now, what's good? It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul. And you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jana. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. And my very special guest, the soul singer, Nigel Perkins. And that right there, yeah, I'm out of breath because I was up dancing. Y'all know me. I can't sit out for nothing. Uh, that was <laughs> Nigel Perkins featuring the Wobble Man with Earthquake. And I'm tired. Woo, my God. Mm. Woo, let me get my breath. Um, I'm sorry. But let me tell you, I had, I had surgery about, it's been about a month now. Yeah. You know what? Today, it makes a month. And so... I've had some minor setbacks from the surgery, like crazy setbacks. Like week after week, there's been something, you know, and the doctor's like, I don't know what's going on. And so today has been the first day in two weeks that I actually felt like myself. So I'll probably, you know, wow. I'm going to pay for it later on. But, you know, no pain pills, you know, in, in a week. And so I'm going to pay for it. But I got up and I was dancing. Yeah. Y'all tell me what you think. Wow. I already know. You you ain't got to tell me because it remains in rotation. So there's a request for Earthquake, and there you go. I love it. I love it. It makes you feel good. You know what I'm saying? If you expected anything less than to feel good off of that track, well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. But we're going to keep it in rotation, that's for sure. As long as you request it, it'll be there. All right? All right. <laughs> I don't think I need to ask which do you prefer, studio or or prefer performing live, um, because I think you're more of a performer. Yeah. Yes. Most yeah. definitely. Yes, most definitely. I love I, I love the stage. You love the stage. Your stage presence it. is amazing. I love I, it. I, um some YouTube performances, um, but your stage performance is, is pretty amazing. And I think most artists that I've spoken to, you know, they do say they prefer, I don't know, I can't say that word today. They prefer um, performing over, you know, being in the studio. Me personally, I'm a little shy. I like the studio um, <laughs> more so than performing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but radio presentation, that's my thing anyway. Um, I know that you've been in this industry for a while, and um, you probably had to overcome a lot of barriers. Uh, you probably faced oh, yeah. skepticism as well. Um, but for someone who's listening right now, a brand new artist, you know what I'm saying, who's just starting out, and they say in the back of their head, you know, I feel like I got what it takes. I'm an R&B, maybe R&B soul, maybe neo soul singer. And, you know, I feel like, you know, my sound is pretty valid. I got what it takes. I have faced barriers, you know what I'm saying? I have um, faced obstacles. I have been hit with some skepticism as well. Um, but I feel like, you know, I got what it takes. Um, but I still don't know path I need to be on. What piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring artist right now? someone who's been in the industry and, you know, um, seems to be pretty good at what they're doing. What piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring artist? You got to re remember the reason you started it. You have to remember the reason that you started the journey because if not, you, you will lose the focus of what it is you're reaching for. And you just got to keep going. It's going to be it's going to be a whole lot of it's going to be a lot of setbacks. It'll be a lot of um, stumbles in it. And I'm just keeping it all the way real. It's going to be a lot of that. But if you stay focused on what what you know to be your dream, your plan, you'll make it the way you need to go. Because a lot of people ain't going to see it. You're going to have to make them see it. And that is the way it's going to be. You're going to get people, you're going to lose people, you're going to lose friends, you're going to lose family, you're going to lose a lot of that in it. But at the end of the day, you came here alone, you're going to leave alone. 
So therefore, mm. you need to focus on what it is you want to do to make yourself happy. And if mm. it's music, stick to it. Because you know the goal. Stick to it. Don't stop. It's going to be financial situations that, but guess what? Go get it. But go get it the right way and make it happen. You need an investor? You become that investor to make somebody else invest with you because nobody wants to invest in something that has nothing to invest in or they don't see you working as hard. That's what I can tell you. So you got to work hard and you got to work harder and you got to work smarter to make somebody else see your vision and your dream through. And that's that. And guys, when when that that was great advice, but I, I felt like on the end, like I felt like he was talking to me for some reason because let me tell you when when the guests are on the show and they drop these gems, I always tell you to not only make them you know applicable to your music career or your career as, you know, an author or an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you're aspiring to be or do, you know, make them applicable to every part of your life. So I said that I felt like that last part was kind of directed towards me because y'all know I'd be in love with somebody like every other day, right? And, or they'd be in love with me like every other day, right? I felt like that last part, you know, you know how we talk about relationships, right? And how it is so important that you you get yourself right first before you worry about attaching yourself to somebody else. So that last part, that's why I said, make sure that you apply whatever these gems are that they're dropping on you, um, because a lot of this information is tried and true. You know, it may not have worked for these artists or these authors. Um, so they, they went and they applied something else, and so it did work. And so um, I felt like that last part, like he was really directing that towards me. So you can make what they're saying, you know, to, towards every part of your life. So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it that last part that he just said. I'm going to apply it to my relationships. I'm going to do that. I am. <laughs> That, that that that's great. I mean, that's what we that's what we're here for. I mean, you never know. It's it's a lot of times people will say you can um go in there and be professional with with your um, with your words. Or I'm just, I'm just as real as we don't get when it comes to giving out what we need to give out. I let it roll. The roll if it feels right right coming off the tongue, <laughs> it got to roll out. But I'm gonna be right, very right. respectful with it. It got to roll out because I don't know who need to hear it. You know? You don't know who need to hear I don't and know you, who else is going through it. Just oh, like this, yeah. You just don't know it who else is going through it. Exactly. So. Exactly. My people know I be over here joking all the time. But in, in all honesty, in all honesty, guys, you can make whatever um, whatever they're giving you. Uh, value it. Take it for what is worth, whatever you can use. Um, take it. Run with it. Whatever you can't. Pass it on to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Pass that information on to somebody else. Um, I know that you aren't at the plateau of your music career. I know that. How do you think um, you can make yourself a better musician, a better music artist? Hmm. A better? That's that's daily because I'm still a student, and I'm going to forever be a student because I'm always learning. I have I keep I keep legends around me to um, help me, you know, uh, navigate through this industry and the game. Um, so just by listening and learning, that's that's the key. A lot of people don't want to listen and learn, so you got to be able to listen and learn, and that's that's the key to moving to where you need to be. Can't know everything. That's me. So I need, you know, so I listen, I learn. That's going to be my key to get to where I need to be. But that being said, 
what piece of advice have you been given in the industry that you followed that was valuable to you? And on the flip side, what piece of advice were you given that you didn't follow that now you wish you would have followed? Um, the piece of advice, let's see, is hmm, you have to. You got to be willing to. You got to be willing to do what it is that others won't do to make you stand out. And sometimes you have to be selfish in certain areas. Not not saying being selfish to the point where you can't help nobody, but you got to be selfish in certain areas to get to where you need to be because if not, hey, you're, you're getting your own way. And, you know, that was that was a great some great advice that I just had to mm. pass on to someone else today. Get out your way, mm. man. Get out your way. You know? I used to do it all the time. I was always in my way, so you know. Once I learned how to move out the way and just let it let it move, that's when things start working. And then, what piece of advice did did somebody give you that you said, you know what? Nah, I ain't gonna listen to that. But now you you sit back and you think to yourself, you know what? I wish I had to listen to that. Mm. Was that that? Um, that could, that piece of advice right there, hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know because I listen and I'm, I'm just different on what I listen to, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I don't think it's been a piece that I said that, uh, other than the being selfish part, I'm not selfish. Some people, somebody told me that I was, wasn't selfish enough. <laughs> That's what it was. They told me I wasn't selfish enough. Okay. So I needed to be apply a, a little more selfishness because I'm always giving. And I giving. would give okay. so much away, you know, that sometimes you can give it to the wrong people. Understood. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta be just a little bit self. And that's that's what I had to figure out. That was the advice that I got. That sometimes you got to be serious a little bit. Stuff. You got to keep some for yourself. Can't give it all away. So how do you want your your fans, your followers, your supporters, um, even those who don't even really rock with you? Um, I don't know why they wouldn't, but how do you want them to remember Nigel Perkins when it's all said and done, when you left your final imprint on this world. How do you want them to remember Nigel Perkins, the soul singer? That he always gave the people what they wanted. <laughs> he always gave the people what they came to see. Let's say it that way. Always gave the people what they came to see. That's what that's that's what I want. Great uh, 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 the great showman person that gave the people what they came to see. That's what I do. That's what I do because I, I, I can tell you now, I've been on stage and I've been in so much pain that nobody knows. But I pushed through it and gave the people what they want, what they came to see. That's, that's my thing. I'm going to give you what you came to see. And I'll deal with the rest later. <laughs> All right. Guys, there you have it. Where's your next? Um, so I know you're on tour now. Where's the next stop? The next stop is I think here in Atlanta. Yeah, September 25th. I will be I think at backstage, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, backstage, September 25th. And September 25th. after that, we will be yeah, September 25th at backstage. Um, that's a, yeah, backstage, Marcella Music Birthday Bash. Marcella Music Marketing Birthday Bash will be there. That's on September 25th. And uh, after that, that will be October. I will be down in um, Pensacola, Florida. 
um, with DJ Cowboy's birthday bash, and then we'll be traveling back again to Atlanta for another show the following day at Backstage. Also, in um, November the 5th, I will be Stone Mountain, Georgia. So, yeah, we, we're, we're, we're moving here and there. So it's back and forth, city to city, state to state. Just got to stay tuned because right. show dates are popping in here and there. September 25th. That sounds doable in Atlanta. That's really close to me. All right. Let me round up the the homies. We could do that. September 25th. Uh, September 25th. <laughs> Mark and calendar is going down. We will make it happen in Atlanta. We popping up. Hey, we popping up on Nigel Perkins, guys. We're going to do this. I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity now. I want to say thank you so much for joining me here this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with me and us and I, giving so freely of your time. So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact information out. For those who may be listening live, for those, uh, you know what, I'm I'm so sorry. Greedy guys, I'm. sometimes I do this. I see your people in queue over there. They probably had questions. They, I'm, my my apologies. I'm I'm so sorry. I get greedy like that. Yep, that that's why it's called Indie Fire, hosted by Nakia. I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah, but I hope you enjoy your time here with us this evening. <laughs> Make sure you tune in on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Just come back. You know we'll be here again. Um, but I want to give you the opportunity to now to go ahead and get all of your contact information out. Those who are listening live, those who may come back and listen to a playback show, um, they want to get in contact with you. If they're interested in, I don't know, um, getting you into their city for uh, a tour. They want to uh, collab with you. Um, for whatever reason, they want to get in contact with you or, or your um, um, publishing, uh, I'm sorry, your, your managers, um, whoever they need to get in contact with uh, to get you for interviews, whatever the need may be, the floor is now yours to get your contact information out. Okay, so here's the information right here. Y'all want to try to book Nigel Perkins? It's so single. Listen, I got a phone number for you. Blow it up. Let them know you want me in your city, in your state. 404 939 7141. Once again, 404 Please go follow me on Instagram. That is Nigel Perkins underscore I am or Facebook at Nigel Perkins. Either way it goes, let's get to them. Book the soul thing and I'm in your city or a town near you. Okay, you heard him. 404-939-7141. I missed the email address. But I got the number. All right, uh, guys. All right, we're gonna we're gonna run that email back for you. Here you go. Here you go. We're back. gonna run the email back. LCPmusic at gmail dot com. Blow it up. Let them know. Get your soul singing now. I got you. And guess what? We're gonna get to them just like that. All right, y'all. This your boy Nas Bergen, the soul singer. And we out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Back here. It's at night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you know what, guys? I don't even know who's going to be here because I'm going to tell you why. You know who was supposed to be here, right? Richie Evans. How long we've been trying to get Richie Evans here, guys? For the past year. I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I'm going to start talking ish about Richie Evans. I really am. I, I really am. He's been rescheduled again for September 15th, but I'm going to believe it when I see it because we've been trying to get Richie Evans here for the past year. Trust and believe when Richie Evans does get on the show, it's going to be a two-hour interview because this is, I don't know what it is about Richie Evans, y'all, but he really wants to get on Indy Fan, so We'll see Richie Evans in September. But until then, guys, I will I'll see you on Thursday <laughs> with somebody. All right. Uh six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. Nigel.
Thank you so much again for I'm being here. Yolanda, thank all you right. so much for all you do. All right? Back oh, again yes, on Monday. Most definitely. Yes, thank you, Yolanda Yes, yes. And Yolanda, again, thank you again and again and again. Rico C. closed out the month on uh, the 30th. So, guys, uh, make sure that you're back here at 6.30 on Tuesday, uh, Eastern Standard Time. All right? Until then, you guys have a good night. It's Cannon, baby, coming with the heat. Got Indy Fire playing in my speakers. Nikita, the host, girl in motion. All the way, Nick, airway smoking. You can call in if the phone lines open. Rockets are hot like we're cooking a roast. Indy Fire to go. Don't ask who the competition is, because they're standing alone. Topic. When you listen to here, you always get what you want. Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter? This is Indy Fire. Blazing on yourself. Tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah. Holy moly, this day. Got Nakia in my people. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indy Fire, blazing, please. Keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the tea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. Indy Fire. Entertainment news daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, yeah.